pleasant day to each and every one of you. This is the day that the Lord had made, and we must rejoice and be glad in it. Every morning when I wake up and I find myself alive, I just stop and I say, thank you, Lord. God has been so good to us. We need to give him praise. We need to give him glory. God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. It is a joy to come to you day by day and share with you words from God's word. And I trust that as we listen to words from God's word, that those words would find a resting place in our hearts. And not only that they would rest in our hearts, but they would bring about the changes that God desires of us. I want to first of all say thank you. Thank you so much for taking your time out and listening to these devotions. I also want to thank you for sharing these devotions with others. Not forgetting the encouragement that you have been passing on to me in regards to these devotions. Some of the folks are wondering, how can we comment? If one desire to comment, I have left my number and I will do that again today. My number is 721-580-7792. To repeat, 721-580-7792. You can send a little WhatsApp message. And if you would love to be added, if you have someone that's not getting the devotions and you are not able to share with them, then you could inform us of that and we'll do our best to add such a post. These devotions are doing what they are doing, first of all, because of God, and then because of you sharing them with others. Thank you. Thank you so much. You may wonder, Pastor, why are you not on the radio station? The truth of the matter is, if I go on the radio station and share these devotions on this station, then the devotions will be shared while I am there. I believe that it is so much easier and so much better to just share these devotions with you, who can share them with your friends, your loved ones, your family members, who can listen to them at any time, any day, for years to come. If they were to keep them, they would have them. So thank you so much for understanding and thank you for sharing. I want to begin a new little series and uh, I've been studying this matter of giving our hearts to God. So I have given the title for this series, My Son, Give Me Your Heart. Or My Daughter, Give Me Your Heart. I want to read from Proverbs 23, 19 to 26, and Ezekiel 36, 26 to 28. But before I do that, I want to share with you a verse of a song entitled, Let Jesus Come Into Your Heart. The songwriter said, If you are tired of the Lord of your sin, let Jesus come into your heart. If you desire a new life to begin, let Jesus come into your heart. Just now, your doubtings give o'er. Just now, reject him no more. 
Just now, throw open the door. Let Jesus come into your heart. Proverbs 23, reading from verse 19. In verse number 19, the scripture says, Hear thou, my son, and be wise, and guide thine heart in the way. Be not among wine-bibbers, among righteous eaters of flesh. For the drunkard and the glutton shall come to poverty, and drowsiness shall clothe a man with rags. Hearken unto thy father that begotted thee, and despise not thy mother when she is old. By the truth and son it not, also wisdom and instruction and understanding. The father of the righteous shall greatly rejoice, and he that begetteth a wise child shall have joy of him. Thy father and thy mother shall be glad, and she that bear thee shall rejoice. My son, give me thine heart, and let thine eyes observe thy ways. If we come to Ezekiel 36.25, Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you, and ye shall be clean from all your filthiness and from all your idols will I cleanse you. Verse 26, A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you, and cause you to walk in my statutes, and ye shall keep my judgments and do them. And ye shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers, and ye shall be my people, and I will be your gods. Permit me for the next few mornings to share with you what I have learned from the scripture in regards to this matter of the heart that God is asking for. Some time ago, one of the young men walked up to me and asked this question. He said, Pastor, when the Bible speaks of the heart, what is it referring to? Is it the organ that pumps the blood? Now, according to the Bible, our heart in the spiritual sense is not the organ that pumps the blood. That organ is called the heart in the physical sense. The heart that the scripture refers to is that of the mind, will, conscience, and our emotions. Our heart also thinks, it decides, and sense right from wrong. You can say it is the seat of affection, wisdom, and understanding. Now let's observe the following from the scriptures. In Matthew chapter 9 and verse number 4, the Bible said, And Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Wherefore think ye evil in your hearts? Notice, Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Wherefore think ye evil in your hearts? Notice the word think. Thinking is something of the mind. If I go to Acts chapter 11 and read for you verse 22 and verse 23, 
Here's what the scripture says. Then tidings of these things came unto the ears of the church which was in Jerusalem, and they sent forth Barnabas that he should go as far as Antioch, verse 23, who, when he came and had seen the grace of God, was glad and exhorted them all that with purpose of heart they would cleave unto the Lord. Look at the phrase, purpose of heart. Purpose carries the meaning to decide strongly. This is to use our will. In John chapter number 16 and verse number 22, And ye now therefore have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart shall rejoice, and your joy no man take it from you. I'm sure that you would agree with me that this has to do with emotions. In Hebrews chapter number 10 and verse 22, he said, Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. If you look at the word conscience, they speak of our conscience as part of our heart. In John, 1 John chapter 3 and verse number 20, he said, For if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. As I look at this, it is the heart that lets us know when we are right from wrong. By nature, the human heart is evil. In Genesis chapter 6 verse 5, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of the heart was only evil continually. Way back there, way back in the book of Genesis, we find the testimony in the word of God of the evil found in man's heart. In Genesis chapter 8 and verse 21, And the Lord smelled a sweet savor, and the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground any more for man's sake, for the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite any more everything living as I have done. It is deceitful and wicked, according to Jeremiah chapter 17 and verse number 9. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. In our text, we have the phrase, Give me thine heart. These words could not be Solomon. Solomon is speaking in the name of wisdom, and wisdom is another name for the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse number 30, But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. It is not Solomon, but the Lord Jesus who is speaking, and he is the one who is asking for our hearts. As we read our main verses, you easily can notice three strong truths about this. Three strong truths about this. What are they? Number one, 
the relationship of the one asking. He said, my son. This is the Lord speaking to everyone, everywhere. He speaks from the fact of him as creator. In this sense, he's the father of all men. And as father of creator, father of all men, he speaks and he says, give me thy heart. What a mighty God we serve. But yet, he's asking for us to give him our heart. My question, have you given him your heart as yet? If you haven't, why not give him your heart today? My time is up for this morning. I'll be back next morning and I'll share with you a little more on this matter of my son. Give me your heart. Dear Lord, I want to thank you so much that you are so concerned about us. You love us so much. You made us. But God, you are asking us for something that we cannot even maintain ourselves. And if we give it to you, we'll be much better. So Father, we pray that you'll help us to understand, even as we go through these scriptures, what it means to give the heart. Have your way with us. Bless every listener. Have your way in our lives, dear God. Lead us, guide us, and direct us. And for those who haven't given you their hearts, their lives as yet, may they do it before it's too late. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Have a great day.